Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Good morning, Mark. Yeah, it's not such a good morning, but it's morning, guys. Hey, Marcus, I know. Last night, uh, the Cowboys got spanked by a, a horrible Cardinal team, and then last night, what happened to you and those Bears? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait for it. DJ Moore just scored another touchdown. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> wow. It's unbelievable. We were sitting there. Roger was doing his trivia at uh, the Mainline Sports Bar at Oaklawn and uh, having a good time. And I'm up there, uh, Josh and I are watching going, what is happening in this game? What? Who are those Chicago Bears? Where do the commanders go? First and foremost, get rid of those black uniforms because that doesn't have anything to do with the commanders or the Redskins heritage. So throw those things out right off the bat. I'll give you a little bit of history. In 1981, we were 0-5. We were 0-4 going into Chicago to play. And we ended up 0-5, actually, the week before. Let me go back. We won our first game against Chicago, Joe Gibbs, and we were 0-5. And Chicago comes here to our house at 0-4. Their first victory this season, they beat the Commanders. Jeez. Yeah, it's uh, it's listen. The, the game, the game of football is so crazy, man. It's just, it's yeah. just. Uh, yeah. I know, and I'm looking at what's coming up uh, for the Cowboys this weekend with San Francisco and, and 49ers have knocked them out of the playoffs and back to back seasons on that. But last night, Mark, I think the Bears did it for Dick. <laughs> they, I, I think so. That, that could be. I think guys were inspired. They played hard. This is the first time they really came out of the blocks and scored in the first half. It was 27 to three at halftime. The game was over. Even Magic Johnson was tweeting about it last night. He owns part of the Commanders. Yes. Yeah. The, by the way, uh, Justin Moore joins us now. Good morning, JM. Hey. Good morning, guys. Good morning, uh, Mark. Hey, Justin. How are you, buddy? Um, Great. Let's talk about let's talk about the Hogs. Obviously, not not the turnout. I mean, let's not don't. <laughs> not not what we expected last week in Arlington, Mark. Our hope no, for. not at all. And you got to protect your quarterback. And first and foremost, he's your best player on the football team. And if you can't protect him, particularly in games like that, seven sacks or forty-one yards, that right there just showed me that. You know, this offensive line, yes, they're young. Yes, they're a little beat up, but they just have to get better. They've got to come up with a better offensive philosophy. And the other thing is, when they're in short yardage and goal line situations, if they get shot down and run the ball one more time, I'm flying down to – to, to Arkansas and have a talk with them. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's been the uh, th- that's the optic. That's the thing that's now symbolic of this season. It seems like we keep doing the th- same thing and it doesn't work. And uh, what do you think about? Uh, do you obviously been a crazy game between Ole Miss and Arkansas over the years. It, the line's eleven. Do you think Arkansas could go down there and 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 and, and get it done? Well, they, they played a close game last week. It was only a twelve point game. And they couldn't run the ball. They were terrible running the ball. They were terrible moving the ball offense on the 174 yards on offense. But I think if they can if they can play their game, they can. And here's this is the reason why. If you look at Ole Miss when they come off big emotional games, the following game they stink. Yeah. So they've got a chance in this game. So for Mississippi when they put those points on the board like they did against LSU, the following week I don't think they're going to put up that many points. I think they're going to score probably in the 20s, maybe low 30s. If Arkansas can put some points on the board in special teams and manufacture points, they've got a chance. Uh, one of the things that's been talked about, Mark, is that uh, it's been sort of a little bit of a controversy that the, the offensive coordinator, Dan Enos, is emailing back students who email him that are criticizing him and had the situation with, with Twitter. Uh, and and uh, By the way, Justin, we earlier we were talking on the show that Sam came out yesterday and, and complimented Lane Kiffin on his ability to deal with haters on social media. You know, Mark, it's just sort of a different world, man. It just it just comes with the territory now. You just, you're just going to have people that come. Listen, I just got the – I got a guy, you know, cussing me on on the on the uh, on the text line. Now? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it just. Hey, I've got. Yeah. I've got a, you get him too. I, yeah. I, I've had a. I've had a career filled with. Yeah, that. you bet. And, and early on, you know, I mean, I played music uh, 
for 16 years now professionally um and early on it was very difficult for me to to deal with and and i think everybody has yeah, to deal with that's it in right. their own in right. their own way for me it was just don't read any comments don't, ever don't read reviews don't just don't don't worry about it just go do your thing yeah. and don't worry about it and that's the way i i still do things i, I don't read record re, album reviews or, <laughs> i mean you know I, yeah. I don't i always say i don't i don't make albums for critics yeah so yeah. i make them for fans so anyway so yeah, yeah, I, mark, I, yeah. I, I i don't you'll have to after mark gets off because i don't want to take his time and i'm rambling right now as, as i say that but um <clears throat> I don't know anything about this email thing. I'm curious what what you're even talking about. Yeah, they, apparently somebody followed FOI again. And the thing is, Justin, what what was said between him and the students wasn't really alarming. He just apparently they were criticizing him. Hey, Enos, you know I could make your money and make those calls. And his his response was, "What what call would you make? Or once you apply for the job, I guess it's just the fact that he was oh, he's just goodness. interacting with these students instead of just don't respond well, to them. Again, you know? again, everybody handles the these things. The way that they choose, obviously, but that to me is is not a good way to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's just, just my, yeah, he just does, he just got to ignore it. Yeah, just got to ignore it. That's right. I would just ignore it. Yeah, that, that's that's what I would do. It's you know, Mark, what what, what do you think? I, I don't pay attention to social media. I've got people that uh, put things out when Coach and I did did the shows before. I just had somebody put stuff out, and if anybody had a response or a reaction, I didn't see it. I didn't read it. I didn't care. It's like you know what. I don't mind. It's always mind over matter. I don't mind because you don't matter. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I like I, I, I like that. I did want to go back real quick to uh, the passing of, of uh, Dick Buckus. And uh, we, we just talked to Dan Hampton about, you know, boy, he played, you know, those. If you go back and watch film of, of those uh, of those times. Area. Yeah. When he would. I mean, you could do anything to a quarterback or running back and he would slam players down. He would punch them in the face. I think he, I think the title was for Sports Illustrated to cover the most feared man in the NFL yeah. back in the 70s. Obviously, you didn't play against him. But what, what obviously you, you watched him when you were growing up like we did. Just thoughts on him. Oh, he was one of those guys you emulated. When you when you out and played out in the field with the fellas, you guys went out and played your tackle football without pads on, he was like, you wanted to be Dick Buckus. You know? Nobody went across the middle back in those days. These guys now that, that go across the middle with wide receivers and tight ends, they never would have thought about doing anything like that with Buckus was still playing in today's game. It was just one of those things where you knew that he was a bad man on the football field, and you just wanted to be Dick Buckus. As, as, a, as a former player, as a young player, I always wanted to be Dick Buckus. When I was running the ball, I wanted to be John Riggins. That was when I was younger, before I got a chance to play with John Riggins. But those are the two <laughs> players that uh, I always like to try to emulate when I was always out playing football. What a, what a great name, Dick Buckus. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was, it's one of those that you could have, uh, you know, if he wasn't so uh, bad to the bone, you could have made fun of in school. Yeah, hey, but <laughs> <laughs> that's so juvenile, that's so childish of me. But it, 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 remember, it is yeah. a great, great name. Though. Remember too, Raj and Mark. The uh, the he was one of the first stars that Budweiser went out went after. In an era where that that began, also the endorsement by players like Joe Namath and Buckus was a star. Remember, was he a Budweiser or was think, he I, uh, what was the, he a light? I, I, I don't know. I, I can't remember. I thought it was uh, yeah the other one. And I think he was in. I think he was in a movie. Less filling. Wasn't he in a movie or a TV show or something? I think, I like think he, yeah. he was. Yeah, he was in a couple of movies. And, I think he was a a, a teacher. Yeah, he and Nitschke. Yeah, I think you're right. He and Nitschke. You know, Ray Nitschke is another one, Justin. That if you go back and Google, he's got no teeth. He played with the Packers. He's muddy and he he's punching people in the face. It was just intimidating. 
rating. And uh, I think he played him. No, he didn't play himself. I, I think did he play himself in, in the, the Piccolo Longest, movie? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. But anyway, just just sort of a different era. You know, you know these guys like Terry Bradshaw look back now. Look now, what you know how they protect quarterbacks, Mark. He's like, man, I wish I could have played in this era. He calls them punks. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's like guys like the Marino guys that I played with, Joe Theismann, was like, you know, they're like, you know what? If I was like 25 years younger, I could have played an extra five years in the NFL, even though I played like 10 to begin with. But just think about the things like the Lawrence Taylor shot on Joe Theismann. That would have oh, yeah. been allowed, Dave. He would have been fined and kicked and probably suspended for like six or eight games. It's just things like that that, that, that happened in the past. It was a different game back then. That's a different right. Era. And uh, I feel it every day, gentlemen, when I get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> well, you, can, you listen, you're in great shape, so that helps. I do want to thank Edwards Food Giant and Dugan's Pub for always sponsoring Mark May. Before we let you go, it's National Coaches Day. You play for some great ones. Is, is there one coach that stands out as your favorite? Obviously, you know, we mentioned Jackie Sherrill, obviously Joe Gibbs, you know, your offensive line coach. I, I just went blank on his name at Washington. Any, anybody stand out in particular as number one? Uh, probably my high school coach, Roby Bork. Because going back to high school was one of those things where I didn't know how good I was or how good I could be. And he probably got the best out of me to get me to another level where I was recruited at that time. And it was probably, and it's one of those things where you go back and look. It's like, I've had some great coaches. Joe Bugle was a great coach of mine, offensive yeah, coach of yeah, Washington for a decade. Yeah. Then when he got the head coaching job in Arizona, I followed him to Arizona and ended up playing my, my final two years under him as a head coach. And, uh, you know, what can I say about Jackie Sherrill, Joe Gibbs? I've had some great coaches and great mentors. Makes a difference, man. Great coaching makes a difference. And I think it's awesome that you recognize your high school coach. I'm sure that means a lot to him. Well, listen, man, thanks as always, Mark. Hopefully Hawks can bounce back and have a, a, a big win at uh, at Oxford. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Tell Sam to put in the tush push, whatever it is. The yes, yardage where they yes. Push back. It's very easy to, to, to implement. I'll help them out if they need help. There you go. Thanks, yeah, Mark. The, thanks, the, Mark. The, the, the Eagles. Mark, I yeah, that's it. 